Hello, and thank you for joining me today, everyone. This is a Make Parts Fast podcast, and I'm here today with Hal Rucker, a freelance product designer out of San Carlos, California. Thank you for joining me today, Hal. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, so tell me a little bit about this project that you're working on. How did this all begin? Well, I began building combat robots about 14 years ago. Um, The TV show BattleBots used to be on Comedy Central, and I built a robot to compete on that show, but unfortunately I built my first robot the same year that the show ended up getting canceled. (laughs) Yeah, and since then uh, there have been other competitions I've entered that have nothing to do with BattleBots. So I've been building them for a long time, and then when the show came back on ABC, uh, I entered to build a robot for that. Okay, so how did 3D printing play a role in this? It played a role in two ways. The first is I used 3D printing to make prototypes of some of the parts before I actually had them cut in steel. Okay. So I used it as a prototyping tool. And then secondly, there are a few 3D printed parts inside the final robot. So you used a couple of those 3D printed parts as end-use parts. That's correct. What kind of materials were you working with? For the 3D printed parts or for the whole robot? For the 3D printed parts. I forget the actual brand name, but it was an ABS-like material. Okay. I think it was called Acura Ultra White, something like that. Yeah, I think our audience is familiar with ABS, so just the fact that it's an ABS material, they'll know that. Correct. Um, What brought you to Protolabs? I've been using Protolabs for many years for my consulting work. Uh, I've been using them to make uh, fast 3D prototypes for me for many years. So it made sense for me to use them as well for the robot. Mm -hmm. The robot itself is really big, so a lot of the parts uh, couldn't be done through Protolabs, but a lot of the small ones, it made a lot of sense to use Protolabs. Okay, so you said that you did this through your consulting work. What kind of um, consulting work were you doing or are doing? Right, for the last three years or so, uh, a lot of my projects have been developing my own ideas. Ah. Uh, So during that time, I've developed a mask for people who have sleep apnea and use CPAP machines. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a mask uh, where I scan the patient's face, and then 3D print a mask that fits the contours of their face perfectly. It makes it more comfortable, and uh, it's less likely to leak, which is one of the biggest problems mm, with current mm-hmm. masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because it fits the contours of the patient's face more accurately, uh, it can be much smaller, and the headgear that holds it in place is uh, more minimal. It's just a single strap instead of the whole three-strap design that most of the masks use now. And okay. uh, I, I used Protolabs to 3D print molds that I then injected uh, silicone rubber into. Hmm. So in that case, I was 3D printing molds. Um, I've also developed a medical clip. Uh, it's a clamp that goes over catheters on what are called PIC lines, the lines that go deep into your intravenous veins to get chemotherapy or 
mm-hmm. antibiotics and so forth. Um, and the clamp would go over the catheter line to make it more safe. And in that case, I was 3D printing the actual prototyped parts before the injection mold tooling was made. So that was straight on prototyping. And in most and of the situations, other... have you been using protolabs? Uh, yes. Um, I've experimented with a bunch of def- different uh, 3D printing vendors. And you can imagine a lot of them come and go these days because it's such a new industry. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that Protolabs was doing the best work at the best price. And there's, there's really no reason for me to say that other than I'm a customer and I, I like the product. So, um, yeah, so I just go straight to Protolabs now for all my 3D printed parts. And then I use the milling and um, lathe products as well, services. Okay. Now, is that for finishing the 3D printing parts, or is that just to build separate parts that can't be 3D printed? Separate parts that can't be 3D printed. Okay. So how do you find the experience working with Protolabs? The experience so far has been great, um, both on the 3D printing side and the um, milling side, subtractive and additive, I guess you'd say. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There was only in in the... All the years that I've been using them for dozens of different parts, there was only one part I got that was out of tolerance. So I sent an email saying this part isn't working, and the next day I got the same part redone over again. Nice. Um, So that's pretty good customer service. There's nothing I could complain about, and they didn't charge me for it. Um, So that was pretty great. Uh, Makes me want to come back and use them again. Okay. Um, it's always just been email a file and get a part back. Okay. Now, when you were making your BattleBot, were there any challenges in the design that you encountered? On that project, the biggest challenge was the time constraints. Ah. Um, from the time I was told that I had been accepted into the competition to the time that I had to show up to compete with a working robot was only about two and a half months. And it's a very large, complex project with a lot of technology going on inside, not to mention just getting the parts made in time. Mm -hmm. For the smaller parts that Protolabs could make uh, that were part of the robot, it was a huge advantage to have such a quick turnaround time. I think that in terms of that particular project, the turnaround time was the biggest advantage for me. So you could get parts turned around in a day, a couple of days? I went with a three-day service, which was quick enough. Okay. Another thing that was interesting and doesn't have to do with 3D printing was that um, on the subtractive side, they offered magnesium. And there aren't very many vendors who make parts out of magnesium, and that was important to me. Why was that important to you? Because in BattleBots, every robot has to be 250 pounds or less. Okay. So you're always trying to optimize the strength to weight ratio of the materials, and mm-hmm. uh, magnesium has some pretty unique, favorable materi- uh, properties for that purpose. Okay. So is this a, a continuing project as far as creating battle bots, or is this something that once the show is is done, you'll be moving on to another project? Well, for battle bots. Specifically, it's a TV show. So we finished filming in end of April, and they've been editing, and now the show's actually appearing on TV. So my involvement ended in end of April. Okay. 
if there's a second, uh, I'm sorry, if there's a third season, and if I'm invited to come back, then it will become a huge project again. But between now and then, I'm solely focused on my other projects, having nothing to do with BattleBots. Well, I thank you for joining me, Hal, and uh, I wish you best of luck on your upcoming projects. Thank you very much, and be sure to watch BattleBots on ABC. It's a great show. <laughs>